Joining us now to share more about how his firm is serving the ultra high net worth space and how it became a top RIA, we have Jack Peterson, managing partner at Summit Trail Advisors. Well, Jack, it's great to have you with us. Hello, Jenna. Great to be with you. So could you start by telling us a little bit more about Summit Trail Advisors, who you are and what you're known for? Sure. Thank you. Uh, Summit Trail Advisors is a RIA based in New York City with seven offices around the country. Uh, We are focused on the ultra high net worth client segment, and uh, we create a uh, comprehensive and and highly integrated uh, client solution, integrating both investment planning along with estate planning. And our focus on the ultra high net worth client um, actually really requires that, that level of comprehensive solution and the benefit of integrating both investment planning with estate planning, we believe quite strongly that delivers a superior outcome uh, for each of our clients. And your average client has about $45 million in assets? That's right. Yeah. Average client's about $45 million of net worth. Uh, we target, and, and by definition, I, I think of mass affluent as as $1 million and below, a high net worth, sort of one to 10 million, and then 10 million and above is ultra high net worth. I think different people and different firms use different definitions. We really uh, focus on $25 million and above. Uh, We work with, I think, 13 or 14 billionaires today. Um, and, And many of our clients actually have less than $10 million. They are uh, building their business. Um, They haven't had their uh, transaction take place yet. They haven't sold their business or maybe monetized that asset. So um, we uh, do a lot of uh, pre-transaction planning and work that uh, clients require before they sell their business. And it's the sale that will actually uh, you know, create the liquid assets that then need to be uh, invested. What are some of the unique needs that this group has compared to, to other groups? And how are you making sure that you meet those needs and go above and beyond? Yeah, it's interesting. I really feel like the industry is, is, is barbelt. Uh, at, the, at the mass affluent level, uh, there's a real effort to drive scale and, and, and efficiency and productivity through standardization and, and technology and models which I think can work very well for that client segment. At our end of the, of the client uh, segment, ultra high net worth, it really requires you know, custom, you know, hand-built solutions. We really can't use models and, and off-the-shelf solutions. Our clients are they're quite sophisticated, but their family structures uh, also are, are complicated. And so that integration of investment planning with financial planning or tax and estate planning, uh, it's a prerequisite to really create solutions that, that drive the best outcomes. Uh, you know, family governance is, is really important to our clients. How do you transition wealth from Gen 1, uh, in, in many cases, the, the generation that created that wealth, how do they pass that on in, in a safe, healthy, productive way uh, to their kids uh, you know, grandchildren and beyond. So working with families around education, uh, helping kids and grandkids become good stewards of capital. Um, we spend a lot of time uh, with our clients um, in, in that area. And then just family office services in general. 
larger clients tend to have more complicated lives, multiple homes, you know, cars, uh, they may be flying private, uh, they travel extensively, oftentimes while they're running uh, large businesses. So anything we can do to help our clients uh, simplify their lives, take as much of the financial burden uh, from them and their family and bring that into Summit Trail, uh, that's really what we're, we're looking to do. We want to simplify our clients' lives. We want to understand and have complete information. If we have that complete picture, uh, we believe we can give better advice. And you know, wealth is it's it's an asset. It's it's a wonderful gift, whether you've earned it or inherited that wealth. Um, it can also be a burden. And so we help our clients uh, manage that wealth and, and create plans that they a they believe in, uh, b they they understand what what is going on and what's going to transpire, which I think takes a lot of the burden off of them. Uh, we carry that burden every day. And could you walk us through your asset allocation process? Sure. So we're a little bit unique in that you think about a typical asset allocation, you know, that big circle with all the slices. Um, we've taken uh, a look at that, or we took a look at that, at that asset allocation process prior to launching Summit Trail. We're, we're you know, just over eight years, eight years old. Uh, 16 billion of, of AUM and 22 billion of AUA. And we work with about 525 families. We spent about a year before we launched uh, looking at asset allocation, the way we were doing it at our previous firm and how we wanted to do it going forward. And we came up with a, a model that creates two primary portfolios, a preservation portfolio that is really meant to protect the assets and generate income, normally to fund lifestyle, and then a growth portfolio. And that's comprised of your public and private equity uh, and other uh, kind of higher beta, higher volatility investments. And that's really intended to generate capital appreciation for the total uh, capital base. And by breaking the total allocation into two smaller pies or smaller portfolios, one of the primary benefits is our clients really understand how their money's being invested. Because we have two simple drivers in, in strategy of, of investing their money. It's either in the preservation portfolio, which again is meant to protect and, and generate income, or it's in the growth portfolio and it's intended to appreciate. Um, and by separating that allocation into two, and then benchmarking appropriately across those two portfolios, clients, we believe, have a much better understanding of how their money's being invested, where we're adding value as not only the asset allocator, uh, but the firm that's doing uh, the manager due diligence on each of the underlying strategies, you know, funds and, and SMAs. Let's talk a little bit more about that manager selection. What's your process like as you're going through the, the research, trying to find the best match? So our research team is headed by our CIO, uh, David Romhilt. David started his career at Cambridge Associates. Uh, he has a, a deep career in manager due diligence. Uh, he built our platform out uh, previously at Lehman Brothers and Barclays. And uh, we now have 14 people on our research team. So we do all of our own manager due diligence. We partner with, with third-party uh, 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 research firms on, on macroeconomic data 
and and that's interest rates, currencies, you know, economic outlook, all of that we take as a feed into our manager due diligence process and the underlying uh, asset allocation process. When we go to find a manager, we're really starting with an opportunity in the marketplace. Uh, we might think that small cap value or corporate bonds, whatever it might be, there's an opportunity looking out 12, 18, 36 months. We'll then go to the market and evaluate all opportunities, SMAs, mutual funds, ETFs, limited partnerships. We're looking for the best one or two ways to provide our clients exposure to that underlying investment. Let's, let's pick on small cap value as an example. Uh, we'll end up uh, closely evaluating uh, a number of, of managers. Uh, we'll end up with a process that takes six to maybe 15 months. Uh, our research reports are literally 100, 120, 150 pages long. It's a institutional quality report. And uh, we have dedicated research analysts in, in each of the um, uh, asset classes, uh, you know, private equity, hedge funds, and then on the, on the long only side uh, with, you know, fixed income and, and equities. So large team, uh, deep in experience, and uh, we're very proud of creating a platform that is agnostic to active versus passive, agnostic to ETF or, or mutual fund or SMA or LP. The vehicle does not matter because what we're solving for is the best exposure for our clients. If they need small cap value, for many of our clients, it's likely to be an SMA. But for some clients, it might be an ETF uh, or a mutual fund. And once you get into alternative investments, most of those investments are going to be you know, wrapped in a limited partnership. Well, clearly you're, you're doing a lot of things right, Jack. And before I let you go, I want to talk a little bit more about the growth that the firm has experienced and, and client satisfaction as well, because those two really go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Tell us a little bit more about your growth and, and client satisfaction. Uh, sure. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud of our team. We have uh, 95 employees, colleagues. Uh, we have a really great, great group of people. And because of their hard work on a daily basis and really, again, carrying that, that burden of that responsibility for our clients and, and, and their families and, and, and the balance sheets, uh, I believe very deeply we've created very, uh, very sound, very appropriate and very beneficial outcomes for our clients based on in-depth planning, integrating you know, investment planning with financial planning. And I think the growth of any firm um, is a reflection of, of client satisfaction and, and the health of the organization. And there's really two ways a firm can grow. They can grow organically, which is predominantly how we grow. Um, and, and that's really referrals from other happy clients, introducing friends and family members and, and business colleagues um, but also lawyers, accountants, business managers, that whole infrastructure or network of professional advisors, when they have one of their clients that needs advice, that needs a plan, uh, when it comes to ultra high net worth, oftentimes Summit Trail, you know, we're the firm that's getting that phone call. So that's, 
our organic growth, I, I think, speaks to our client satisfaction and, and, and the overall client experience. Uh, M&A or, or inorganic growth is, is really another uh, common way for firms to grow. And, and we do a little bit of that as well. Uh, I'm not critical of that, but it's, I would argue it's easier to, to go out and, and roll up a number of firms in an M&A strategy. And, and that can be a very sound strategy. I think it's more difficult, but also I think more reflective of the health of the organization uh, if you can generate consistent organic growth, in which for us, you know, that we've been growing uh, organically, um, you know, 15, 20% a year. So we get a little bit of growth from the markets, of course, and we get some growth from, from M&A, but very proud of our clients supporting our firm and, and referring in other people. Well, as you should be, Jack, thank you so much for joining us. Jen, I really appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Of course. And thank you to everyone watching. Once again, that was Jack Peterson, Managing Partner at Summit Trail Advisors. I'm Jenna Dagenhart with Asset TV. Mm -hmm.